You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Untapped Keg. My name is Monte Ball, and I'm here with my brother-in-law, Roger Zimmerman. RJ, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Glad to be here. Yes. Excited to finally start this thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the first ever episode of, again, Untapped Keg. And uh, RJ, I most definitely would love for you to explain that name, man. You're the one who came up with it, and I loved it. Uh, well, I think it was more a joint effort, but uh, I appreciate the uh, the shout out there. But, uh, you know, we were just trying to come up with something that really talked about uh, being sober. Both of us are sober. It's the overarching view of what this podcast is. We're going to talk about that, how it affects our lives. Because when you're going sober and it's going well, it's incorporated into every part of your life, whether you know it or not. So we're talking about it, okay, trying to come up with something that was fun, not something to beat you over the head with it. <laughs> and what, what do you usually drink out of, especially when you're a college kid, which is where our problem started? A keg. A keg. Well, how can you not drink out of that? Well, if it's not tapped. <laughs> so really, that's our lives. We, the kegs are still there, but they ain't tapped. Nice. So, that's very true. That's kind of where we came from with this. That is very true. Being here in Wisconsin, yeah, there's there's liquor, alcohol, what have you, everywhere, and uh, yeah, it's in our eyes, it's all intact. Um, obviously, the cake is so. Again, this is the first episode, man. So uh, I guess I'll I'd like to explain, you know, you know how long I've been sober, why I've gotten sober, and uh, you obviously will do the same, just so our audience can understand it. And uh, for me, man, it's. Uh, you know, I'll be four years August first, and for me, it's been, it's been, you know, a tough journey, um, you know, mentally. But uh, you know, for the most part, it's it's. I'm glad that I hopped onto this path because, uh, for me, it was kind of one of those situations where, uh, you know, every time I've been drunk, I haven't been arrested, but every time I was arrested, I was drunk. <laughs> so, that's a good way to put it so it's kind of uh you know being an adult at some point you gotta grow up and you can be like okay gosh you know the writing's on the wall um yeah but you have to be willing to see it too <laughs> and that's the thing yeah i was like my life is spiraling out of control and there's really one thing that's always uh in the picture when it's spiraling out of control and that most definitely was alcohol um so i'm most definitely happy to be on this journey um it's been it's been awesome um, i've gained so much more um, well, being on this journey, then I have lost uh, hindsight being 2020. I'm most definitely blessed and glad that I went through everything I've gone through, man. So that is why I'm happy to be here today, alive and sober. And, and um, yeah, man, what, what's 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 it with you? Well, unlike you, I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up around the uh, <clears throat> culture that we have. You know, the ten what is it? Seven of the ten drunkest cities in America are in Wisconsin. And let me tell you. Wisconsin is proud of that. And they try to make it 10 out of 10. That's and, you know, looking at it from my lens right now, it is. But looking at it from the lens, well, I, I've been sober for going on six years, uh, just over six years now. So going on seven, go, looking at it seven years ago, I got it. Mm. Like, I was like, yeah, maybe if we drank a little bit more, let's go to these other cities, we could, might be able to get <laughs> 10 out of 10. How sweet would that be? Right? And, uh, yeah, I I didn't drink in high school for fear of missing sports. Mm -hmm. So my senior year was when I finally started drinking. And I only drank once during school. And then in that summer, I only got drunk twice, maybe three times. So I didn't really start drinking until college. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, I made up ground quick. <laughs> and it got to the point where, uh, like you said, I'm I'm your brother-in-law. So I was dating your sister. And if I wanted it, it to get serious, I was going to have to leave it behind. Mm -hmm. And my dad has been sober for 20-some years. I don't know the exact number. I don't know if he knows the exact number. <laughs> and... Uh, it's like, all right, it's time. Yeah. And I woke up every morning. Every time I drank, it got to the point where I blacked out. Mm -hmm. And it was, I could have a beer 
and be fine. But if I had three beers, I was going to drink all the beer. And I was going to switch to liquor and drink all the liquor. <laughs> and there was not a night where I drank more than three beers that I could I can remember. Right. So you waking up in the morning, not just feeling like shit from your hangover, but uh, feeling like, oh, who do I have to apologize to this so time? So true. Who, uh, I feel, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and that's from what you remember, which is pretty early in the night. So you hear stories afterwards, you're kind of embarrassed. It's like, all right, I need this to happen. And it's not like it happened the first time I tried either. Uh, I probably started and stopped three different times. Mm -hmm. The third time was the charm. And I think if it wasn't for one of my best friends uh, backing me completely, like seeing how much I needed this for myself, uh, I don't know if the third time would have stuck either. It probably would have been five, right. six times. <clears throat> so I really have him to thank, and I don't know if I ever thanked him. Um, I think I did, but I don't know if he knew how serious I was. Uh, and I just having those people around me made it easier for me, made it easier to take hold. So, But it's not like it's it's easy every day either. Right. It's just like like what everybody talks about. I don't know if you've had it, but uh, last week we were talking about beer at work. I started thinking about the beer that I was drinking, driving home. <laughs> like, you know, I can still taste. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can still taste that flavor. And I'm like, you know, I, I kind of miss that. I kind of want yeah, one. Yeah, at work too. Well, we'll get into our jobs uh, here in a bit. But that, that I mean, I, I can most definitely relate, man, uh, what you said about uh, in high school. I didn't drink as much either because of sports. I was, you know... If, Afraid in a good way. I was like, okay, now I yep. need to stay focused because I want to go to college. Yeah, uh, I want to play on a big stage. Um, Can't miss any games, right? So that 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 fear was almost a good thing. Yeah, but just like you said, I I had a lot of ground to catch up or pick up on once I got to college. I and you weren't prepared for Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, I binged in a bad Wisconsin way. Wisconsin <laughs> accepted you with open arms. Yeah, yeah the bar <laughs> open arms sure. and an open bottle. Yeah. The bars did. It's uh, that's that's my goal. I want to change the you know help to change the identity here in Wisconsin. Uh, people are proud of it being, you know, one of the drunkest states in America. But that also gives people who are sober an opportunity um, to go right in their backyards and understand that they can help people who, uh, you know, may not know that it's not like this everywhere else in the country. And uh, <laughs> but one thing you also have to be aware of is you don't want to be that person that always brings it up. That, True. Yeah. So yeah. you don't want to be when people guy. talk to me about it. One <laughs> thing. One thing I've noticed since I've gone sober, and it's still true every single time. You meet someone new, and you bring up the fact that you're sober, or if somebody forgot that you're sober, and they and then they realize it. Oh, I I don't drink that much. I only drink like on the weekends. <laughs> I usually only have one or two. It's like. Okay, I don't care. I'm not sober because of how much you drink. I'm so sober true. because of myself. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate, you know, the good looking out and stuff. But, um, but you know, if you're like, well, you know, if, if you have to say that and really you shouldn't be drinking that much, you're going to be a killjoy. Nobody's going to invite you to anything. Uh, but if people yeah. want to talk about it, be there, talk about it, explain why you went sober. Mm -hmm. Like it was good for you. Maybe it's something they want to try. Right, exactly. So that's something to remember for people who are just starting out too. Like it it's going to make it a lot tougher if you try to get people to come with you mm. rather than just accepting them. Cause mm. people, my, my friends still drink around me right. and they don't have the issue. They can have three beers and be done, cut themselves off. They don't have the issue yes. that I had. So yeah, just because we couldn't handle it doesn't mean anyone else around us, you know, has to tiptoe or walk on eggshells around us when they're consuming. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it's it's you know different strokes for different folks. It's really how it is. But I'm um, glad that we, glad man that we able we're able to actually sit down, put our heads together, and get this podcast going because it's such yeah. a healthy outlet to have. And this um, is something that we've been talking about for two years plus. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, specifically, <clears throat> me trying yeah. to get you <laughs> trying to get me to do it. I've been all over the place. I don't know what well, what I'm not. You know, don't have my hands in um, all good things, of course. But it's uh, some of the topics, man, that we want to cover for this podcast. I think we kind of nailed one right there, obviously. Yeah. Um, the bigger one being the sobriety, reasons why we became became sober, have some guests on who are sober, 
um, people chatting about their journeys and stuff like that, just to provide some positivity, some encouragement for those who may be just starting yeah. their journey. Um, and an outlet. Exactly. You know, like, laugh a little. We want to bring some positivity to yeah. everything. And obviously just talk about some stories, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all got them. We all got them. He's definitely got to talk about some stories. <sighs> I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The wife will not uh, tune into those episodes. Uh, I hope that. not. <laughs> so so what, are, what are we going to be covering, man? I, I, uh, sobriety, work, what you got? Pos- positivity, yeah. everything, everything that, you know, has to do with life in general. Mm-hmm. So we're both parents talking about our kids, uh, you know, they're our source of happiness, they're also a source of frustration. Absolutely. You know, that something to talk about. Because if you're going through something, chances are somebody else is going to or is going through it, right. uh, has gone through it. You know, get advice. Have guests on, like you said. Yep. We don't want to beat people over the head Mm-mm. about sobriety, but we also want to accept it and intertwine it with, with everything. everything. Yeah. And that's the basis, the foundation of this podcast. It's not going to be everything. We're going to go into pop culture. We, you know, both of us are gamers, games. sports. Big. We're both big sports fans. We both appreciate athletics in general. Uh, <clears throat> I think talking about work, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a lineman for a local utility, which means I work on high voltage electricity in every single weather. Post office will shut down. We're still out there working. That's that's how I like to put it. Hey, you know why I became a lineman? That's because you're because you're dead, right? Well, because even firefighters need heroes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, nice. I, I like that one. Yeah, my, da- my dad. Firefighter on here then. Oh yeah, my dad's uh, a lineman, so I, I ended up following his footsteps. A little late, but better late, late than, than never. never. So yeah, I'm real estate for me. Um, after retiring from the NFL. Took me a couple of years to figure out what I wanted to do, uh, just like every other athlete. Um, I mean, um, every other person. I yeah. Mean, at that you age. Know, I didn't figure it out until yeah. I was twenty six either. <laughs> right. So. so real estate has been has been it for me here recently, and honestly, it's been awesome. Like I said, meet new people, shake hands, network, um, help people buy and sell homes. Very you know emotional attachments. Mm-hmm. You know, for people, a big decision. Helping a family move into the state of Wisconsin and making sure they're in a safe neighborhood, good school district. Uh, it's it is an awesome thing, and obviously the uh, the commission checks are nice too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got to pay those bills. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, the commission's nice too. But it's uh, it's fun. It's fun working in the corporate America now. It's uh, it's new to me, but it's. It's, it's something I got to do. Those bills keep, uh, keep coming. They don't stop. They don't stop. And as people are soon to learn listening to this podcast, you like to talk. So that's a good profession yes, for you to be in. I do. I do like to talk. I can. I get that from my father, of course, as you know. Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. Both your dad <laughs> and your mom like to talk. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah, my dad a little bit sometimes too much where I got to get away from him. Love you to death, dad. But look, look, here's the deal. Your right, energy here's drink, the deal. He, he go up. Oh, his work for minute is <laughs> groundbreaking. <laughs> it is. Uh, but, yeah, so a lot of stuff we're going to cover. Pop culture, movies, video games, work, kids, family. We may talk about the traffic on the way over here to record. Yeah. Uh, maybe, relationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, relationships. I've been taking the time out from that, of course. But, yeah, a lot of stuff we're going to cover. And, obviously, it's going to be ever... Ever expanding because um, that's how life is. We'll we'll keep covering topics as evolving. Yeah. Right now we're kind of lo-fi, but eventually it'd be nice to have uh, an even more permanent setup. You know, yeah. Have like uh, you know our our in track be pretty sweet. Our outro track pretty sweet. Maybe have a sign off phrase something. Maybe something that's a little bit uh, inside joke inside. Narrative oh, that comes out of the podcast would be cool too. So 100%. everything about this is adaptable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's something that I'm excited for too. Absolutely. Now I'm I'm ready to kick this <laughs> off right now off the off the bat. So what you guys are going to notice is, uh, you know, that my brother-in-law here, RJ, he's he's uh, he loves a debate. Uh, I, so me? I'm, so I'm you ready. Come on, me? Yeah, so true. 
uh, my family, the Ball family. That's like what we're known for. Uh, but I want to, I want to already talk about practice. The last thing that we, Not a game. you know, did practice. together recently, uh, we just watched that movie, Birds of Prey, and I'm already ready to get into it because we had opposing opinions. Uh, I don't know if our opinions out. were so opposing. <laughs> I just think that I'm more accepting than you are. That's true. I'm. I'm so one thing you guys know is, know about me. I'm very. I'm an emotional being when it comes to. Uh, I love art, that being movies, music, um, and even a few art pieces, but mainly music and uh, movies. So as I'm watching the movie, I'm very into it. The the music, the cinematography, etc. So if you ask me a question, as soon as I walk out the theater, it's gonna be. And my answer is going to be different than than what it would be two hours later, um, just because I'm, you know, just all those emotions. So as soon as I stepped out of Birds of Prey, I don't get me wrong, I love the idea of a woman's cast, a woman director, um, women superheroes, you know, coming to the big screen, kicking butt, uh, you know, sticking it to the man, you know, what have you. That needs to happen. I love that stuff, you know, empower young women. Um, so people can, you know, young girls have, you know, superheroes to look up to because obviously there's just so many superhero men, um, I should say, or what have you. But uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, she's, the, she's the best of course. I love her. But um, I didn't like it. I yeah, didn't but like it. What's, <laughs> what you just described, like you're into that idea, that is not the reason that you didn't like it. True. So I don't think you need to preface any of this with that. I didn't like statement. it. The writing was lazy. I, it was lazy. You you have to admit it was lazy. There were lazy aspects. Yes, I don't think it was a masterpiece by any means. I think it was fun. The the whole thing about the that's all I wanted going into it was a fun movie, and that's what I got. I so would, that's why I enjoyed it. I guess I just the whole sandwich thing and which Dude, I get it. That, you cannot tell me that character. that did not look. Great. Like it did. I, you I, wanted that sandwich. I, I get some of it. That's Harley Quinn's character. She's a, you know, that's 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 why the Joker fell in love with her. She fell in love with the Joker. We don't even know if Joker actually even loved her. But um, it's the the writing was so lazy. This diamond, the kid swallowed it. They wanted to kill the kid, and then and then they just killed everybody. And the kid pooped out the diamond. That's it. Well. I mean, yeah, but let's think about any heist movie ever. True, yeah. I mean, there's... I, there's, there's always the twist where something happens and they got to get it back. I Look just, at the Italian job. Ooh, you rob a safe. Oh, guy yeah, double-crosses never, them. They got to get the gold back from the guy who double-crossed them, and he's super paranoid. Was that actually movie, The Italian Job? Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg, never Ed Norton. Oh, I never saw it. Charlize Theron. Never saw it. Dude. Who never are you? Never saw it. No, I... I, I you Where's can boil plan? any story down to what you just said. True. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, you know, Avatar what happens is... in between is was it fun? Was it fun to watch those action sequences? You obviously didn't enjoy it because it was too over the top. I enjoyed it for what they did. And I enjoyed oh, what they okay. did with the characters, too. Like, fun. they put their own yeah. twist on the Huntress. They put their own twist, spoiler alert, put their own twist on. <laughs> okay, uh, was it fun? Black yeah. Canary. Was it fun? Yeah. I mean, you know, action. You're most definitely going to get your action. You're going to get your comedy. Um, you're going to get your, your major conflict, of course. Um, and you're going to get your, you know, everyone walks off into the sunset at the end of the movie. I mean, yeah, you get those. I just, I I was expecting more because of just what I was hearing. I was hearing at first that, or at first I was hearing, you know, when I was watching the trailers, I was like, I don't care to see the movie. I don't think it's going to be that good. I thought the trailers were terrible. But right after those trailers, I was hearing people say, yo, you got to go see this movie. You got it's, your expectations it's, it's, way it's too high. It's better than what the trailers are showing. And I'm like, oh, okay. You were expecting a dark night. Because I'm a huge Margot Robbie fan. Huge. I'm like obsessed with her. And I uh, not like keep obsessed, that on obsessed, the download. But <laughs> <laughs> we well, never getting her on the show now. I loved her in Wolf of Wall Street. Loved her in that heist movie with Will Smith, where they were stealing. Uh, I know which one uh, you're talking about too. Focus, Focus. Loved her in that. I mean, I love. She's a great actress, but yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, I can go on forever about that, but it's. Uh, I think know. our difference is what our expectations were going into it, because I think we have. What what would you give that if you gave it a number one through ten? Ten 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 being ten being know, Inception Wall Street Inception. Ooh, 
I don't think you can. I don't think you can grade it. Like, these are two different categories. I mean, you got you got Inception, but you uh, can put a number on it. Is what I'm saying. I'm not asking you to compare it to that movie. I'm saying Inception is like a really really good movie. Right. Let's say or like I love V for Vendetta, but it did v not get really, good really good reviews. That is an awesome movie. I, I agree. It's one of my favorite movies That's ever. An awesome movie. Um. Uh, so what okay. would you give it for? Uh, like I'd give it probably give it between four. a six and a t- seven. I give it a four. See, I had a lot of fun with it, but my expectations were set. See, when I, I, I when correct. I think of having fun with the movie, I'm thinking Ragnarok. That's what I'm thinking. That was fun, but yeah. also that story was the the comedy hit better. I would say. I that's a that fun whole that's movie. that I agree. Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I bit, but hey, this is the beauty about, you know, you know. But the, uh, this is this is like Aquaman to me. Like <laughs> I never seen Aquaman actually. So I just read the review. I enjoyed Aquaman. A lot of people didn't, but I thought it was fun. That's all I wanted from it. I just want fun. True. I'm about to check it out. I don't. But... I don't need you know like uh, Avengers Endgame. True. Or Captain America Winter Soldier level. That's true. I think, I, I, and that's what I said. What like the next day? I think when we yeah. talked about it, I was like, okay, yep. yeah. I think I, I walked in thinking, you know, I was this movie was going to be a eight point five nine, yeah, out of ten, and yeah, and I got slapped in the face, and I was disappointed. But you know, I, I, I'll, you know, I'll check it out again once it comes out on DVD or something or online for um, free, for free, some way, somehow. Hey, let's um, take a quick break. Yep. All right. Yeah. So. Pretty much, I just need to, you know, just go into those movies with an open mind. How about that? Just, you know, the the, the Marvel movies don't expect for them to be in game. I mean, expect for them to be. That's like Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman, Doctor Strange, or Wonder DC. Actually, I mean, Wonder Woman was really good. I didn't. I guess yeah. I didn't love the comic. villain at the end, but I really liked the movie. I liked the the ride to get there. Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah, I love the backstory. I love how they mm-hmm. actually tied it all together. The the writing was really good, and I and I and I'm a you know I think she's an awesome actress. I really really like her, Gal Gadot, and uh, and I also like uh, Chris Pine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are pretty good actors. Yeah, <clears throat> I I think Wonder Woman is probably the best DC movie that's been made. Uh, in that expanded universe, obviously not including Nolan's no, Bat- Dark Knight, right? Batman trilogy, but uh, you know, I, I really like uh, Shazam too. Never saw it, so that's a fun movie. Don't go in expecting. I wouldn't the best, I like everything. It. Although I do, I put it up there with. I would put it up there with Wonder Woman, like no way. not quite as good, but yeah, I like. I liked it a lot. Okay. Like Wonder Woman was really a really good movie. I and I was actually shocked. Like I went into Wonder Woman thinking like, okay, you know, this is you know, I'm gonna check it out. I don't know how it's gonna be. But I walked out like, whoa, I saw it twice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll go sh- I'll go see Shazam. I mean that's just about anything though, right? Like your expectations. Like if your expectations going into anything are too high and you can't check them, you know, and you're expecting masterpiece. Chances are you're not gonna meet them. That yeah. any form of media, that's how it is. Like uh, you know, even sports. Like you go into a game expecting it to be amazing, uh, like uh, a matchup, mm-hmm. let's say, and then it ends up being a blowout. Right. Well, that didn't live up to expectations. Yeah, I kind of like that the, was boring. The the Fury Wilder fight. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. I think a lot of people. Enjoyed that though because Fury was so good. He's a good boxer. He's good, and uh, they kind of talked about it too. Like, you know, you know, you got, you know, you got people always talking. You know, some people were saying Wilder kind of looked like he wasn't taking it as serious pre-fight, talking, hanging around, joking around back, or you know, back in his room when yeah. the cameras were on him. But Fury was, uh, you know, that was Wilder. But they said Fury was looking focused and. And uh, handed it to him. Yeah. Uh, to where they had to throw him the towel. Right. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I saw, you know, Melvin was there. 
Oh, was he really? Yeah, I saw Melvin. So Melvin Gordon, a good friend of mine, uh, he name dropper. You know, I saw he saw. Yeah, yeah, right. That's <laughs> just obviously for anybody who you know. He was Melvin <laughs> who's listening in, but right. uh, I saw his IG story uh, this oh, okay. morning, and uh, he was there like eighth, ninth row, and I was like, gosh, I wonder how much those tickets cost. <laughs> wonder if he got splattered with any of Wilder's blood. Yeah, that that theory didn't lick up. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't get it. I, so I don't know. Was his tongue on his neck or not? Or was it's, it? It was tough to tell from uh, the angle. Okay. Who knows? Either way, it looked like it was. I I always question that. Do they test these guys for any communicable diseases or or, or sexually transmitted diseases? I'm say or? No. <sighs> But who knows? But even they in might. UFC too, I always think that because you know the blood still stays there yeah. on the on the octagon for the next fights. It's just dried up. It, it, but but still, I don't know. Do they drug or drug test? Do they test their blood? I mean that or that's maybe? something that we could probably uh, Google and find out. I don't know. I always thought about that, and I don't want to get too <laughs> way left field here. I'm just I just always thought about that uh, because I mean you're. Especially UFC, you're literally rolling around in their yeah. blood. Um, I don't have a blood gulch like that, or blood thirst like that, I should say. Um, but yeah, man. I, that's just my opinion as far as setting your expectations for events. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, there, you know, there's movies too that I've gone into expecting to love it. And I'm like, eh, like Star Wars Rogue One. I kept hearing that's the best Star Wars since the original trilogy. And I went into it. I liked it fine, but I didn't think it was as good as everyone was saying. Watched it a few times since then. I still stick by my opinion. <laughs> but I do. I like it. That doesn't mean I don't like it. But I was let down. I left the theater like, I don't know if I like that movie. And then I thought about it. Yeah, I did like it. It was just... It wasn't as good as everybody said it was. Right. I in feel my opinion. like Star Wars, so I'm a diehard, you know, Harry Potter fan. And I feel like just with movies like that. So what do they call Harry Potter fans? Potterheads. They do call them Potterheads. Yeah, it's almost like, it's, a, it's, it's, it's almost, a, it's, it's, it's very difficult to get everything out in two hours, two and a half hours. Yep. Like Star Wars, as we know, the backstory you know, goes forever, really. Same yep. with Harry Potter. It's like, because it's just like people say, I like the Harry Potter movies, but, you know, some people who are Potter as well don't like him at all. And it's like, well, you can't, you can't, you can't get all eight, nine it, books. Put them up against the books. You yeah. can't. Yeah. And I think that's the same Because the Star books Wars are always going to be better. Because yeah. what you make in your mind is a lot easier than trying to put it on the screen right. as well. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you are obviously making a movie, that's the only vision, you know, visual that they see. And that can that's probably different compared to 90 million other. Not to mention, you know, if you so those how many books came out before the first movie? Five, four. What are we talking about? Star Wars? Potter. No, No, Potter. So Star Wars came out movies and then the books came. Books. So Harry Potter, was, Harry Potter, their books were out first, and then the movies came out. Was book, it first book was nineteen ninety four? Four books came out before the first movie was made, or was it? I think it was, I think five, it was four, four or five. I, I think Order four? of the Phoenix came out after the movie started. Because four was Goblet of Fire. Yep. Five Order of the Phoenix. So was it Goblet of Fire came out then? Sorcerer's Stone came out movie. Yeah, I, I think that's how it went, and I could be wrong. Yeah. It could have been. Only three, but I know for a fact there were three out before the first movie. Probably hit. you're looking at for 2004. Sure. So for 2003-2004 for Sorcerer's Stone, the movie. So you have four books where you have this your mind on this character, and then all of a sudden you see them on the screen. And if that's not what you saw in your head, <laughs> you're not like Witcher's a really good example too. Like that was that was a book, then it was turned into a video game series. Now it's a TV show. A lot of people. Don't like the TV show who play the games because they're not the the show wasn't like the games are where the show said they're gonna follow the books mm. not the game mm. so so people who've played the the game but not read the book so they don't look the actors that they picked actors and actresses don't look like the character in the game I feel like that what do you think about 
So, you know, I'm not a uh, Game of Thrones fan, but what have you heard about people saying how that's followed the books? Oh, it, it I read the books and I watched the show and I loved it? the first three seasons of the show. And then, yes, it veered off, the book, it veered the, left. The movies are different. The, the, the show's the show. way different. Like, there's characters that are living in the books that are dead on the show. And there's characters that are dead in the books living on the show. And uh, I couldn't get over it for the longest time, so I just stopped watching. Right. I'm like, no, nah, that's right. fine. I'll just read the books. That's but show you now that. I need to go back and watch it and just realize they're two separate stories. It's got the same name, but that's all it shares. Right. So all I that's what I need to wrap my head around. That show got butchered at the end uh, by critics and fans. Well. That's the finale. I think they were told that this has to be the final season. And so they had to quick yeah, wrap everything up. Pretty quickly. I mean. The Starbucks cup in the uh, in one of the scenes. Yeah. Like they were just leading up to they, that assumption that they are rushing. They rushed it. And they didn't have the original ideas to follow to get things off of. So they had to make their own at that point, too. So for the show, what would it have been? The sixth season, I think, was the last point where they had the book to kind of give them the framework. Then they were on their own. And they diverged before, or yeah, diverged before that, separated. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They separated. Yep. They went on separate paths before that, but they still had the framework for the books. Now they had to do it themselves. And I think that's where they were like, George R. R. Martin apparently told them how he, he wanted to end it. Who knows if that's how they actually did it, but I wonder if that was in their minds and they were kind of fighting with that. They had to what they ended with. So I saw some of the characters um, kind of expressing their feelings via social media. Yeah, and I'm like, well, how are they? How are they doing that? How are they allowed to do that? That has to go against their contracts <laughs> to uh, openly express uh, disappointment. Disappointment, yeah, uh, of how the season's ending. Um, I mean, it wasn't just the season; it was the series. The series, yeah, yeah, the whole thing, yeah. So it's you know, I will I watch it? I tried. I got to season three actually. Um, you know, I when I first jumped in, I thought it was going to be like Gladiator 300, you know, every or Spartacus. Every episode, they're just banging it out, like just fight scenes left and right and banging heads it, being come off. And yeah, banging it with the swords and the and the insects. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which there's a lot of sex in Game of Thrones, but I honestly thought I was going to be seeing heads flying, arms, limbs, bodies, just every episode, just putting Tarantino blood, but it's more of like a soap opera. Yep, um, it's which a lot know. more character development than a lot of mainstream shows usually are, right? Which I get it. I mean, you gotta you gotta explain all the different families. And it was like some of it was subtle, like uh, changes and stuff. Like when uh, not necessarily all of it, but like what Littlefinger ended up doing and like very Bar- right. various and stuff. It's not like super. Like in your face, like all of a sudden there's little stuff that you could see happening, and then. If you're paying attention, you could see that twist coming. But if you weren't paying attention, it would be like, "Oh, wow, Get okay, how part. that? How do we get to that point now?" I mean, I know so. some people had their they were taking pictures and posting it up there, like they were following the, you know, what word am I looking for? The uh, what is it? The genealogy or whatever of the family tree, whatever the word I'm looking for. I'm drawing a blank here, but pretty much trying to keep track of. Okay, this new character, this new introduced character's last name is whatever, but they were adopted by the family or oh, something sure. like that. Yeah, um, like to, bloodlines. Yeah, to really understand that, uh, and I think that's pretty cool. That's obviously the best way to get your fans involved um, to get actual engagement. Um, I just don't think I'll watch it <laughs> now, knowing how it ended. <laughs> yeah, there's you know every. There's so much out right now that's so good. You can't keep up with everything, so you got to pick and choose. I mean, it's the same with video games. Like, I never thought I'd get to the point where I would buy a video game and I would not play it because I got into something else. Right. But I probably have two or three that I bought, spent money on, some of them 60 bucks, and I just never got around to playing it enough. So, hmm. um, yeah. That's, that's just kind of, that's, 
what you have to manage with your time and stuff right now too. Of course, of course. So um, if if you think you're not gonna be into it, then to go to something that you know you're gonna be into because there's a lot of it right now. There's a lot of good video games out there too. Obviously, I am pro PlayStation, um, which I grew up Xbox and all in high school. But now, like you said, you introduced me to that PlayStation now and all the streaming that they got from the older PlayStations that you can play now on the four. I think that's pretty cool. That introduces a lot more games that I didn't play because when I was in high school during PlayStation 2 or 3, maybe, um, I was Microsoft. I was Xbox. Yeah. I mean, Xbox has (laughs) probably a better uh, system in Xbox Game Pass. They Mm -hmm. have, it's it's like the same thing, even taking a little bit more than uh, PlayStation Now because Xbox puts all their exclusives on day one. So the new Halo is going to be on their. Uh, game pass uh subscription you can just play it you don't have to buy it which is really cool eventually maybe playstation will get there but i like the exclusives you get from playstation way better starting in playstation 3 than microsoft so that's why i went with playstation in this generation Mm -hmm. yeah i like playstation it's just Um, for me i like the dashboard yeah i think the (laughs) ui yeah, is a little bit uh, that better, Xbox but UI dashboard is brutal. I'm like, where am I? How do yeah. I just hit start and play? Yeah, I'm like, why is my avatar waving at me right now? I'm like, I don't care about you. I'm like, where is the? Where do I check to see who's on and what they're playing? Yeah, <laughs> and what I can play with, uh, like what, how I can play with them, like which game. Um, so I just. Kind of tailored away from that Xbox to PlayStation, and you know we've been kicking some buttons, some Apex. Yeah, we've been we've been doing better. I've been I don't know why I just been into it so much more than what I was like Gotta for like a, a few few months. I was all in on the single player games, and it's easier being a parent having playing a single player game and just being like, all right, hit the dashboard button and then go help the kids or on whatever. Your own time, and then he can come back to it, and you're not missing anything. It when it gets to a cutscene, makes it a little tougher. <laughs> but they're just gonna have to sit there and whine for a little bit longer <laughs> while I watch it finish this cutscene, you know? Well, I know why you've been playing Xbox more, because I mean, you know, you got somebody now, you know, that being me, you know, somebody carries you to wins, to victories. Oh, okay, so, I mean, okay, I see see what I you're doing. You, here. I get a lot of get you a lot of XP. Oh yeah. Of course, a Thank lot of God. season four wins. Oh my savior. We've been kicking some butt though, Al. We, we have been. We've been thinking about fun. streaming, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is something we kind of want to make a community with this podcast, too. Mm-hmm. So we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. Uh, obviously, we're willing to do some other stuff. We we have an email. We want people to email questions in. Uh, it's just at untappedkeg at gmail.com. Everything else is untappedkeg. That's what's cool about this name, too, is nobody had any of it, so we were <laughs> able to get Everything we wanted. Facebook, Instagram. We'll even get an untapped keg, Snapchat. Um, and yeah, you just said it again, untapped keg at you know, it'd be It'd be pretty cool if we could stream a little bit and you can people can come hang, hang out with us. It's just another facet of what this is going to hopefully turn into. Mm-hmm. Put ourselves a little world, a little community. Um, obviously, we're expecting for it to Some grow. friends. And I really like the idea of us, you know, having some, some segments, man, of, of of streaming the video games and doing this while, you know, talk, chatting like we are now while we're, yeah, while I'm reviving you constantly in Apex. Um. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and take it. It was you funny know, yesterday because you told me not to rush, and I rushed. <laughs> you're like, well, you're like, well, what if they come around the corner? And, and I was like, what are you talking? Oh, they're right there. And I tried to turn around and run and just got just, I was a sitting duck. Literally. Literally a sitting duck. And who (laughs) saved you? I don't remember that one. That was interesting. That was definitely was interesting. Especially because then the exact same thing happened a few minutes later where I rushed. You did. You killed somebody (laughs) and then you had to come and rescue me. So That happens. I mean, you think it's just one person. And, you know, they're shooting you for a good six, seven seconds. You're like, okay, yeah, just, this might just be one person or maybe even two. I'm fine. Yeah. 
come around that corner and you see like four people because there's another squad coming up from behind them. And it's well, like, what happened with that one? I went to go finish the person off, uh-huh. and then his teammate was behind a rock behind that, so he ended up shooting me from behind. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm done. But then you came around and were Saved my savior. No, it's a good, it's a good tandem, baby. <laughs> Good team. We're playing with this one guy. Uh, we don't even know his name. Uh, he has no mic. Um, I don't even know if it's a guy. Um, but They were fun. They were cool. Yeah. They they were all about the team. And Absolutely. It, it was a lot of fun. So, all right, man. I mean, uh, you know, we were talking about our Twitter and Facebook and email. Yeah. Feel free to get back at us. This is the first episode. I think going forward, we're, we're going to start off each podcast with like what's going on in our lives, maybe a story or two about being sober. And then we're going to have topics based on mm-hmm. what's going on around us. Right. Yeah. I so it's good. And then we'd love to have questions from you listeners uh, asking us. Uh, we can dive in a little bit, um, ask questions, you know, refer, refer friends who are thinking about maybe going sober. We can talk about, uh, you know, what it was like the first month, first two months, um, and then, you know, when we get to this point, we, we're just going to be just chatting back and forth. Just yep. two guys chopping it up, Dude. having a good time. Two out of shape guys just, you know what? Living Dad the glory bods days. Are in, man. Dad bods are in. <laughs> living the glory days. Look at, tight, look at, look at Fury's body. You tell me that's not a dad bod. That's a dad bod. Jokic. Oh, man. Two. <laughs> For the Nuggets. That's, that's his last name, oh. right? Isn't it? Isn't it Jokic? Is it Jokic? Jokic, Jokic. I don't I think know. It's Jokic. Yeah. Okay. However, well, we I know can tell you what, though, about. he's not Giannis. He's not. But I mean, just given the look at their bodies, it's like, oh yeah. Which one would you think is like? It's I, like Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yeah. Dude is an animal, and you look at him, and you're like, this guy is he a race car driver? Right. That's what I think about Jokic. I'm like, this guy has no offense, Jokic. You're you're doing you're amazing. They are. Amazing. I almost definitely couldn't do anything that you We are doing. not making fun of you. <laughs> no. We're just making observations. If I walked past him, I would think that he was a dad uh, at, you know, cops, just a regular uh, you, accountant, you do a, a CPA. You do you do double take because he's like 6'10". <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you get my point. You get my point. Uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, so. That's kind of like when we saw Bruzewitz and uh, Jimmy Johns that one time. We are out. Yeah. On State Street in Madison. Yep. And it was like, so I knew who it was. And for anybody who doesn't know, he was a college basketball player in Wisconsin. Called him the Flying Tomato because he, <laughs> he had really long red hair. Dude played his guts out. But saw him and you're like, oh, that's what he looks like in real life? Wait. It's like nothing like Im- extremely impressive about his build or anything. <laughs> but like, he's just a normal guy. It was I'm cool. st- hold on. I'm stuck on the whole flying tomato thing. You never heard that before? No. no. And you lived in Madison yeah. during his time. And you never heard him call the I, flying I, tomato. Yeah, I partied with him back in my college days. Oh, I know. Never, never heard that. The flying tomato? Yeah. Probably because every time what, we were near each other, when it was night, we were drunk, but unfortunately. but <laughs> I'm, And I'm sure people that weren't like, hey, flying tomato. It's just what they called him when he played. I didn't know that. That is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Dude, stick with me. You'll learn all the fun nicknames. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, he right now is, uh, he works at ESPN Madison. Does right, he really? Right near the Capitol. He, he's got his own show. I don't know if no. he's actually here. Are you talking Bruzewitz or are you talking Brust? I know Brust does, but I think he's on there too as well sometimes. Is he? I've I never heard him so. on there. But then again, I'll check I don't, it out. I mean, I only get in the truck. Right. Uh, I don't. You know, I know Brust 10, does, but I thought it was Brust, been Brust and. It's uh, Scalzo and Brust. Scalzo it is. Okay, so it's not Bruiser Roots. I'm thinking, yep, you're right. It's Scalzo and Brust. Oh, I wonder what he's doing then. Uh, last time I checked, he was overseas, I think. That could be. Yeah, last time I checked, he was overseas, actually. Uh, playing overseas. Yeah, well, best of luck to him. Yeah, yeah. Flying Tomato. <laughs> See, seemed like a you know, really nice kid, too. Like, cool. I think, yeah. That's something that people don't realize. These college athletes are kids. Kids, man. You're talking 18, 19, 20 years old. It's like, geez, I mean. Think about where you were then. I mean, and then it's like, how, how can you how can you criticize them? That's why I was never into 
college sports like I was the Pros, NFL, right. especially like Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's which hard. is different too. Yeah, criticizing a student athlete. It's like, yeah, this is a this is a student. You know, not only are we talking, you know, school work, uh, you know, their sport, of course, maybe living in a different state for the first time, maybe leaving their state for the first time. Yeah, ever uh, hormones. I mean, at, at teenage years, I mean, there's so many different aspects that you're, play into. You're not the person that you're going to be in five <laughs> years, and you yeah. don't even realize it. I mean, so much is going into it. Uh, they're still growing mentally. Yeah. Um, while trying to manage uh, many things in their life, so it's that's a that's an entirely new different topic that I'm. Yeah. I'm while we're on this topic, this is a good space to plug your foundation that you started too. I mean, yeah. you know, the whole reason for it is basically what we're talking about. It's exactly what, what we're talking what is about. It? Yeah, the Money Ball Fund, and it's under UW's foundation. Uh, they have it's a five hundred one c three, and what it is is it provides mental health advocacy, um, counseling, um, that being one on one counseling, education, and other uh, services for. UW student-athletes, um, and I obviously started that because of some of the issues uh, that I was dealing with mentally while in college, um, mainly just an outlet for these athletes, um, because the biggest thing for me is it was tough for me to really talk to my my running back coach or even my head coach, because you just didn't know if they would ever use it against you. You know, if I fumble on the field, they'd be like, oh, that's because, you know, if it's drinking problem. Um, and not to say that I couldn't trust any of those guys, but, you know, when you're at an impressionable stage in your life, if you're not told this is a healthy outlet for you, we have something for you right here, then you really don't know, you know, ignorance is bliss. You, yep. know, you don't know what you don't know, um, in a sense. So it's, uh, I wanted to provide that for the student athletes. Um, I raised money for it and, uh, it, you know, my fund teamed up with, um, their psychology department to, to get some good work done. For the kids, man. Yeah, it's awesome. And I mean, it's something you don't really hear about and something that you don't think about. But, you know, with these kids, those bright lights, those fans, uh, there's a lot that can go into it that can, you know, be way on your shoulders, Ooh. be on your mind constantly. Just the anxiety alone. Yeah. And anxiety is just one diagnosis, a diagnosis, diagnosis, whatever. Um, but imagine having, you know, if you have so much high, severe anxiety. You know, that can turn into depression. Yeah. That can turn into, um, you know, overeating. That can turn into not eating. That can turn into, you know, people, you know, shutting themselves out from the world. Uh, you know, once they get back to their dorm or alcoholism. Whatever, or that, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, something I'm passionate about. Uh, and we'll most definitely get more into that. Yeah, I just figured we were on the subject and it seemed like a Perfect natural time. segue. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, if, you know, if... Everybody would be patient with us while we try and ease ourselves into this. Uh, we're planning on right now one podcast a week. We'll release on Mondays. Hopefully, we can get to the point where we'll be two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it between 30 and 45 minutes, uh, something that's easily digestible. Uh, if we, if there's something that we're really passionate about, like after we saw Birds Prey last weekend, <laughs> we'll maybe do a special recording and drop something. Those oh, yeah. probably won't be as long. But they'll be fun. <laughs> That's what we want to do. We want to have fun. We want to make people smile and laugh. And especially. Bring some positivity to the world. Especially if we're talking about movies because I'm very passionate about movies, guys. So once we get on the movie topic, strap yourselves in because I'm coming in kicking the door down. And he and has I, and bad I'm, taste. And I'm sharing exactly what, you know, what how I feel, how I felt while I was watching it and, and, and everything. And I'm, and I'm a heavy critic when it comes to movies because you have plenty of time. Plenty of time to edit it. <laughs> Don't just push it out. <laughs> True. It's a, True. It's not live. So I mean, you got a point. <laughs> so, all right. So again, let's uh, let let's let our people know where they can find us at RJ and uh, uh, at Untapped Keg on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. Untapped Keg on Facebook. Uh, we're hoping to get a logo out there. We're hoping to get some sweet bumper music, but we'll probably have some fill in it. In the meantime, uh, you know anybody who uh, makes music who'd love to listen to this podcast, maybe contribute, that'd be sweet, at untappedkeg at gmail.com. Send in questions. You can post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Send something to us. We'll 
try and make a try. We want to try to incorporate fan stuff on here too. People, listener stuff, like not just fans, but listeners, people. We want this to be an inclusive community. Uh, Nobody's going to be shunned away. Uh, If you drink, awesome. Yeah. Be be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Uh, That's one positive of me since I've gone sober, especially where I work. you know, I, I'm double D every time. Yep. And I, I tell people right away, yeah, do what you want to do. I, I'm driving. Absolutely. So, and you know, that, that's been a big positivity too. Well, we have a website coming soon too. Yeah, we got a website coming out. Uh, what else do we got out there? Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, what's your handle? Uh, Twitter is Monte, M-O-N-T-E-E, Ball28 is uh, my Twitter handle um, and Instagram is just my first and last name um, my Twitter and Instagram is both ITZ Trickster with the I and Trickster being a one so it's not too uh, far out there but that was my Xbox gamer tag so nice. I just used it for everything at the time <laughs> uh, so feel free give us a give us a watch and then if like we start streaming what's y- where can they find you for streaming? Oh, absolutely. Um, so What's using, your PlayStation ID? Yeah, the old school one. Uh, Gibson Kid. So Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N, Kid, with two E's because I'm immature. K-I-D-D, uh, 28. Okay. So go ahead and uh, <laughs> give that a follow. I Gibson think Kid, 28. Mons over here will be streaming more than I will. So I would say give him a follow. Maybe I'll join in. But uh, I think that's what we got. And this is a pretty nice pilot episode absolutely i think we were you know as people can tell from this we get off track somewhat easily i think it's a good thing i think that i think we were pretty focused on this like it we we had a pretty good track i think getting on track a little bit is a good thing if i was listening to a podcast i wouldn't want them to say okay uh now next topic okay now next topic (laughs) right right yeah no i this is gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna have fun so we hope everybody else has fun too so thank you for tuning in and uh Let's uh keep, soon. Yeah, keep going to that light. Indeed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.